Welcome to the State of Michigan Podcast. I'm here with Jaron. How are you doing? Fantastic, my friend. I am so excited. We had a great weekend of football on the Saturday. Michigan absolutely demolished Penn State, and I just got to know how you're feeling about this. I am feeling on top of the world. We are back as a program, back-to-back 7-0 starts, heading into a bye week, play Michigan State under the lights. I am I am excited for that game. I will also say the first half you guys struggled a little bit. After that, it was complete all Michigan. It kind of looked mm-hmm. like maybe JJ had some butterflies in that first half, but he really just started to dismantle that defense once he got going. Yeah, it was, and it was also a credit to uh, our offensive line and our running backs because they absolutely went to town on what was nationally the fifth best run defense in the country now i don't know how legit that is but still michigan just absolutely out physical them it was kind of similar to what they did to ohio state a year ago you know they just pushed the defensive line of penn state and the running backs found the holes that were just basically wide open for them and anybody with that skill talent is going to be able to run down the field and score touchdowns yeah, that is one thing that is hard to scale. You mentioned how Penn State did have the fifth-ranked rushing defense, but then you look at the competition, and you have to kind of play this game of like, uh, okay, they dismantled Auburn. Auburn just kind of played Ole Miss well, but not really, but like still was in the game. So you kind of have to do that with a bunch of these teams. So there's still like a lot of unknowns with everybody you play right now. Like, not just Michigan, just like every team in college football, it feels like. Yeah, so. but I think, you know, Penn State's definitely a good team. I'd say they're more top 15 type of team, like 15, 16 range, as far as when it all ends up. Um, but you got to respect, like, they beat Purdue on the road. They look like oh, the West front runner, in my opinion, uh, mm. next, next to Illinois somehow. And uh, <laughs> that schedule is helping Illinois right now. Exactly. And uh, I believe, I mean, going down to Auburn and beating them handily the same way Georgia did when Georgia was at home, well, that should tell you what you need to know there. It's not an easy thing to do. Granted, they've had some closer games with some worse teams, but they've, they've handled business. And I'd say when it comes to looking at the quality of the win, it's a very, very good win for Michigan. Yeah, going off my preseason records and what I kind of expected from Penn State this year, I had Penn State and Purdue kind of in the same category as like an 8-4 and four team. So if that is about what Penn State ends up being, um, I would definitely say it was a very good win based on how you guys, you know, ultimately ended up dismantling them in the end. Yeah, and, you know, James Franklin had no answers, you know. Michigan was you just guys, you guys are awesome. You guys are just moving the sticks all game, even when you guys weren't scoring at first. You guys are still moving that ball. Exactly. And JJ, they asked him, I believe, after the game, when did you guys know that you know you're going to be able to do what you're going to do against them? And he said, from the very get go, from that first drive, we knew that we were going to be able to do what we wanted because that offensive line was getting pushed. And that offensive line, I know I've been saying it a lot, but they're I think they're better than they were a year ago, and that. Last year's offensive line was good. So just to say that and, you know, to have the two running backs that we have behind an offensive line like that, it's a lethal combo. And as soon as I believe when JJ gets it going and we can 
air raid even more because fans are like mixed up between hey we want to see these cj stroud numbers with jj mccarthy but you know what we're doing what we do best right and that'll come if we need if he needs to win a game with his arm i believe he can do it but i think your goal is to win games in college football and if you can just out physical them just like we did for Ohio state last year you're not going to complain about wins yeah and i do want to say you keep emphasizing this uh offensive line so i want to ask our viewers a couple questions so that offensive line is better than michigan state's jj mccarthy is better than Payne thorn and you guys love talking about your guys wide receivers so a lot of you guys would agree that's all better than michigan state's so we need to chill on the uh blake quorum kenneth walker comparisons because they have me pulling my hair over on Twitter, just having to read it. I don't, I don't even have to respond to it, but you guys have me pulling my hair. So let's just chill on that subtopic. Blake Quorum's a great running back. I love him. I actually love watching him, and I do think he's a Sunday guy. But let's pump the brakes. You guys have a great running back duo, and they complement each other super well, and it's going to be a problem for other teams, and I completely agree with that. But, you know, let's put some respect on certain guys' names. and. <laughs> You guys should be happy that you guys have a full team. I'd way rather right now be talking about how Michigan State has a full team or even last year had a full team. Michigan definitely has something to be proud about, having just talent groups that are dominant. They don't have to be the best, but they're all up there in their categories. Like None of them are holding each other back, I should say. Yeah, they're playing with great chemistry, and I think that's what's changed from, you know, even like three years ago is the culture. These guys are playing together, and, you know, they embrace, you know, when they go to the road games, they embrace that atmosphere. And it's just the culture's changed. I think that's led to, you know, just better teams. Okay, so we've talked on the offense. I want you to talk about the defense and kind of how you feel about your defense so far because there was a lot of question marks about it going into this year. We've had some games under your belt. I want you to know how you feel about that secondary and just how's the defensive line coming intact. Right, right. Let me know what's going on. So the big question heading into the year was how was Michigan going to replace Ajabo? How are they going to replace Aiden Hutchinson? And I think, although maybe not replace the individual player production i think overall the the defensive line is just as good maybe if not better than that defensive line as a whole they do get pressure they and clifford's a slippery type of guy so he's getting out of a lot of these pressures but there's a lot of qb pressures a lot of stuff in his face uh that forced some bad throws and as far as you know the secondary goes i think they were just as good as they were a year ago granted I think it's all about scheme, and you saw that with Indiana. Indiana was finding ways to move the ball against us, and I think in the second half they clamped down. But you look at all the games, and I think it's more nitpicky stuff for at least Michigan fans when you're trying to find flaws. But this this is a good defense. This is an NFL-style defense. They get you pressure. They cover their guys well, and they run a system very similar to Baltimore Ravens with Jesse Minter. And that's kind of why we went and got him, because he's a very similar style to what uh, Mike McDonald brought a year ago. It's that same Baltimore Ravens-style type of defense, NFL defense, and it does give a lot of offenses fits. So I think yeah. as far as the defense as a whole, I think they're playing really good. Granted, there's some things that they could improve on. There always is. But I think overall, they've 
really, really stepped it up this year. From what I've seen of you guys' defense, the word that comes to mind is they're very even keel. There's not really one position group on defense that stands out to me, but they're just, like, super well-balanced. Like, it's not like a team will come in and be like, okay, we're going to dominate them on the ground, or a team will come in and they're going to say, we're going to air raid this defense. It seems like there's a very good balance in it, and that may cause fits when you play a balanced offense like Ohio State, but when you come in and play a team that's like, okay, we want to be run heavy, like, exactly. you can focus in on that. Like, so th- there's certain concerns like Ohio State that still concern me when you go and play that game in Columbus, but as far as, like, you know, you need to focus in on one thing versus, like, uh, like Penn State, for example, they're not going to air raid. Like, they're going to tr- somewhat air raid it, but not really because well, Sean Clifford's their quarterback. They had to, end up, doing, they had to end, end up doing that, right? Their goal was they want to run RPOs. They want to they control the game. Exactly. But, but they you know, couldn't. They weren't moving the ball. And then it led to them getting a couple big plays that set them up for ultimately a couple scores. But yeah. they couldn't. Ultimately, they couldn't move the ball too much trying to just move the chains and, you know, do what they wanted to do. Yeah. I, yeah. Totally. And, you know, when it comes to teams like Ohio State down the road, um, it's it's a very similar thing to last year. You're not going to be able to stop Ohio State. That offense is too good. Uh, but it's a defense that's built to at least slow them down. And if you, if they can slow them down, and obviously once the season comes to that point, we'll talk about it. But if they can slow them down, I think they can have just as good a shot as they did last year. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I want to know. So we've had kind of like we've been setting like targets for Michigan, kind of like checkpoints mm-hmm. that they have to hit to show where they are and what they could possibly accomplish. Now that they've been in Penn State, in your mind, what is the next checkpoint that they have to hit? Next checkpoint. Well, let's see. Let's go through the mall. Obviously, start the season. You want to see how the defense looked. Uh, they've answered that check mark. Um, offensively, quarterback was the concern. We've got our guy. It's J.J. McCarthy. He's going to be great. I think the next thing I want to see is I want to see J.J. be able to beat teams with his arm. And I know there's probably not a lot of uh, tests because our offensive line running game is going to win us a lot of games. But I'd like to see, you know, especially when you're playing, you know, Michigan State in a couple weeks, I'd like to see some some air raid, right? Can he do it? And I think it's better now that we have to, because especially in the red zone, right? Looked in this Penn State game, Michigan drove the ball down the field, yes. But it felt at times, once they got there, there wasn't a lot of creativity. You know, maybe there was some unfaithfulness in JJ in the red zone, whatever it may be. Um, But he needs to be able to be in those situations so that down the road, he's going to be able to make the plays. Like when you're playing Ohio State and he's got to throw the ball and you can't run the ball on third down and eight, can he make the plays in the red zone? So I think for me, I'd like to see the passing attack in certain situations, you know, come together. I want to, I want to see that full picture. And when I see that, that's another check mark. I want to make one last point. Um, because you were talking about JJ, and one thing I noticed when watching the games is he. So you guys like, you know, 
running him and doing all that fun stuff. But one thing I noticed is on dropback passing attempts, when there's nobody open downfield, it's like it doesn't even cross his mind. Like, oh, I could scramble out to the right and like try and create something. He just kind of like sits back there and then continues to run backwards. And I'm like, roll out of the pocket. Like, you know, like yeah. you have so much potential if you just roll out the pocket and just make something happen. Like all of a sudden, you're going to see the linebackers start crashing towards you. The corners aren't going to know what to like. It's going to like throw the corners off for a second. It's just like you can create something, but instead, he just like kind of like sits back in the pocket and then he slowly keeps going backwards and backwards and then it leads to like some play that almost looks like he like avoided a disaster. Yeah, and I think that's more of the uh, young factor because remember, he's still a sophomore. This is only his sixth start as a quarterback. So um, he's going to make some mistakes, but you hope those mistakes don't come back to bite you. But sometimes you're glad you make those mistakes, right? Like he's made some mistakes in the past that haven't come back to bite him. And it's better now that he makes them in games like this where we have it under control as opposed to, you know, down the road. Uh, and that's a part of facing adversity. Uh, you know, this is what happened to you. Can you bounce back from it? And, you know, you won't yeah. make those mistakes again in the big uh, game at the end of the year. So, yeah. But, so on a, on a scale of 110, how excited are you for rivalry week? Uh, I'd say that's a 10. I'm always excited for rivalry. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the State of Michigan podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.